Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, uh, interestingly enough, oh, I, we kicked off the show. I always appointed honorary general manager. This morning it was America's youth, uh, crazy, confused, and weak, I think I said. And uh, but part of that was based on what General Jack Keane said on Fox News the other day. But um, it's interesting. This uh, just came out from the Washington Times. The Army is shifting about a billion dollars, a billion, to recruiting programs. And will rely more heavily on reserves uh, units as its ranks dwindle and they struggle to attract new soldiers. They don't mention it, but new soldiers who can pass the tests and get into the armed services. And on that topic, uh, the retired general. The U.S. Army facing unprecedented challenges in recruiting new troops. It's only halfway to its goal for this year. The Army says this is the most challenging recruiting environment since the creation of the all-volunteer force. Uh, let's bring in Fox News senior strategic analyst General Jack Keane, former vice chief of staff of the Army, now chairman of the Institute for the Study of War. Obviously, General, these were issues that were uh, important to you in your former role in terms of how to build a strong fighting force at the right numbers. What do you think? 
Yeah, this is pretty challenging. We've had an all-volunteer force since the end of the Vietnam War in 1975, and we've had our ups and downs before with recruiting, but this one uh, is particularly significant. I mean, it, there's two real issues here. One is the eligibility pool itself, and that is those who are qualified to meet the requirements of, of the United States military. That number is down to 23%. When I was on active duty, we were concerned when it was at 35%. So 75% plus plus of American youth are not qualified to be in its military. Why is that? One for moral reasons, and that's largely crime. If you committed a crime, we're just not going to take you. So, man, there's a couple things that stand out there to me. Um, what year did he say we went to the all-volunteer army? Uh, right when Vietnam ended. Did he say 75? I think he said that. I didn't realize it lasted no. that long. No, I th- he said seventy-five percent are not eligible. I think that number may have stuck in your mind. But I could, I could. It was roughly then. It was in the early-ish seven. Yeah, I thought it was earlier than seventy-five. But anyway, we can look that up. Somebody look that up when we go to the all-volunteer army. Uh, look that up, Alex. Um, uh, so he's he's horrified that seventy-five percent of young people are not eligible to fight in the military, which is I do find horrifying. But it used to be two thirds. When he back when he was active, that's shocking to me. Also, mm-hmm. the vast majority of youth are not qualified either because of character or physically to to be in our military. That's wild. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll verify those numbers, but uh, he goes into more detail about what the issue is. Uh, by the way, before we move on, nineteen seventy three. It's when okay. July first, nineteen seventy three. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. The second issue is medical, and this has exploded. We have far too many people who have comorbidity issues at at such a young age, largely obesity, diabetes, high blood pressure, and other issues that disqualify them. And then the third thing, I refer to it as mental, but it's also academics, in the sense that we have far too many people, Martha, who can't pass the aptitude test to get inside the United States military. That is an indictment in my judgment of our secondary high school education system because the major reason they can't pass the test is they can't read at the proper level and obviously that's very challenging to have somebody like that in the military also we want high school diploma uh, graduates uh, as well so that number that pool has gone down and then inside the pool this has nothing to do with who wants to come who doesn't want to come this is just who's eligible and then inside the pool the desire to enlist is going down inside that pool and as the one of those reasons is certainly the economy itself there's very low unemployment and when that when that takes place the military is also challenged and i think the army's got to just do a comprehensive study and what they can do to incentivize young people to join you know occasionally i find the general when he's talking about military matters uh, to be a little gung-ho and and uh, ideological and that sort of thing but i really enjoyed those clips because they were very businesslike and a guy who knows exactly what he's talking about i'm not saying i, I dislike uh, general keen but you know he's kind of got that let's go rough and ready thing there's a lot there so i'm guessing i don't know you can text us or email us if you know i'm guessing that aptitude test to get into the army ain't that hard no, I've I've known some absolutely brilliant people who've served in our military, and I've known some people who were not terribly bright who got in. Um, so yeah, I agree. Boy, so you got seventy five percent who just, I mean, they're either too sick, too crazy, they're criminals, they're too fat. 
I wonder how many people get eliminated. They can't read? How many people get eliminated because they don't pass a whiz quiz? Because I, I just know employers struggle with that mm. and uh, and think it's an outdated, disqualifying mark. But, yeah. Well, um, and you remember that poll we uh, talked about uh, a number of weeks ago, the percentage of young people who think the country is worth defending. Oh, yeah. I was going to. At I was, all. Yeah, I was going to get into that. So then you, you, he he went economics on why so many young people aren't interested in joining the military. I didn't think he'd go there. I thought he would go the direction of. Our schools are designed to con- convince you you live in a bad country. Who wants to sign up to lay down their life for a bad country that's making the world worse, like your uh, your social studies teacher told you? And was based on racism from the very beginning, a country that only exists to perpetuate racism. You're gonna... That's what your kids are being taught in public schools. Yeah, I don't think that's uh, like talk radio right-wing hyperbole. If no. you're being told in school that you're, the country... <laughs> You live in is bad and always has been. Why would you sign up to to fight to preserve that? It doesn't even make sense. You know, you've pointed out many times, I think this is a completely unprecedented experiment in running a society. A a, a society that preaches self-loathing to its young. Yeah. Has any country ever in the history of the world decided, you know what, we're going to teach our young people that we're bad. We're bad. We're from the, from the root. We're bad. Yeah. <laughs> what? Who does that? And we're going to teach racial essentialism on top of that. So, you know, if you're not embittered by the idea that your people are evil, then at least you can double down on certain people are evil based on their color of their skin. And that's progressives. So that's its own very interesting topic that we certainly talk about a lot. But then just the (laughs) fat, lazy, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. One of my favorite quotes from all time from the movie Animal House. But Mm. is that what we got going on? (laughs) Just just fat, lazy, stupid young people? I mean, that seems pretty harsh. I'd like to see some sort of chart or graph or something showing how many people are eliminated for which reasons. Right. And, and how many, I mean, how many of the criminals are too fat? And how many of the, the stupid are also on drugs? That would be or, you unfortunate know, that's a, that all our in-shape people are criminals and all our uh, uh, high moral smart people are too fat. <laughs> yeah, that would be unfortunate. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Exactly. Wow. Wow. That's a challenge. 75% of our young, they can't even apply. They shouldn't bother. Wow. So I, I very nearly joined the Marine Corps when I was in high school. I took the bunch of tests and filled up the paperwork and had the recruiter in the living room and all that sort of stuff. Um, and uh, a bunch of people in my uh, high school did join the military. <sighs> If you'd have told me at that time that 75% of the dudes, it was almost entirely dudes that joined the military then anyway, uh, 75% of the guys in, in this class don't qualify. I thought, no, that's not true. There's no way that's true. I don't know if there would have been two people that didn't qualify. I don't think it probably was true. Or any anything close to it, even two-thirds, which was the figure back in the yeah, day. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that is so interesting. You, well, you got to graduate high school. The graduation rates for high school are shockingly low. We mm-hmm. should look those up, just because whenever any any time we talk about them, and it's always amazing to me. 
I mean, you'd think it'd be easier if you if you're listening right now and you have you know a kid that's obviously going to graduate high school, decent chance they go to college. You look at how hard it seems to be to get ahead in the world, to like to get a decent job, get an apartment, you know, get get started and everything like that. You'd think it'd be easier when you find out that a lot of places half the people don't even graduate high school. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the military will accept a, a substance like a GED, yeah, high well, school they uh, diploma or equivalent. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, people, uh, a, 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 ch- a chunk of people, and man, that's a family structure thing. Don't not only don't care about graduating high school. One of the smartest people I know in my life didn't graduate high school, um, so that's not you know a, a, an indication necessarily of something. But the, then, then the not even interested in filling out the paperwork for the GED, that's eh, probably an indication of something. Yeah. Well. Well, you know. It, uh, it's a truism to the point of being a cliche, but soft times make for weak people. Weak people make for hard times. Uh, here's hard a- times make for strong people. Strong people make for easy times, soft times, good times. Here's the question. Ain't we lucky we got them? Good times. That's a really old reference. What percentage of Chinese youth would be eligible for the military. Higher than 25%, I'm guessing. I would, I would guess so, yeah. I'm guessing yeah. by a lot. Oh, you know what? I knew I had something I wanted to throw in. Uh, there is a move afoot, and I can't remember how far it's gotten or how seriously it's being discussed, to have a couple of different sets of requirements for military service. Because if you're a computer whiz, yeah. I don't care whether you can lift 100 pounds over your head. I don't care if you can lift a coffee cup up. As long as you're good at, at coding sure. and, and hacking yeah. or whatever we need you to do, uh, the Brainiac core. Yeah. And the, I believe the insignia will be a big brain, a big throbbing brain. I think that makes complete sense. Sure. As uh, we, there was somebody involved, somebody we talked to personally or something like that, who's, who was who a computer sort of person. And, and had to learn how to shoot a gun and everything like that. Oh, and yeah. said, man, by the time the enemy gets to me being able to shoot a gun, we've got really big problems. <laughs> yeah. Right. And the, yeah. You've lost right, so already. <laughs> you've got a 105-pound female who's exceptionally adept at one skill or another. Yeah, she can serve far behind uh, the lines or on the home front or whatever. And at the point she's hurling grenades, we're screwed anyway. <laughs> right. Hurling so grenades. make it a different classification or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Sure, depression. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So yesterday, I saw this headline. The FCC commissioner wants Apple and Google to remove TikTok from their app stores. Because it's a Chinese firm that steals your data and is spying on people. Remember, the FBI announced that no... No government employee should have TikTok on their phone and suggested that uh, most Americans shouldn't. But everybody does. I don't because of the warnings, and I'm such a a hawk on China that I have not put TikTok on my phone. But I think I'm going to change that this week as I'm just starting to realize that's where it's happening. That's where where all the cool people are, and that's where all the cool stuff is. And I came across this yesterday. TikTok is now bigger than Google when it comes to searches along the lines of Hey, I'm in, they use this example. I'm in Boston on vacation. Uh, you want, you want to search on what's a cool bar in Boston? More people do TikTok now than do Google. 
I had be- no idea. I didn't that. know that either. But um, that's a pretty big deal to surpass Google on any kind of search. And um, it makes sense. So for restaurants or stuff like that now, because you go and there's a whole bunch of videos, you know, there's a whole bunch of people sitting in the restaurant. Hey, look around here. This is fantastic. Blah, 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 blah. You know, get that with just your regular Google search. And and people uh, just like TikTok better. It's got a better, which is weird because it's a Chinese spying on you. Has got a better um, feel to people than Google does. Google has mm. become evil in more people's minds than TikTok. Well, Which obviously, is, the, the the way China gets to where they want to be in terms of what I'm begin, I just clicked in my head. China wants to install a kill switch on virtually every aspect of America, from our economy to our electric grid to our vehicles. I've got a story on that. And to do that, they have to get inroads into every aspect of American life. But to do that successfully, yeah, they've designed a great app. So how up are you on TikTok? Just you know, kind of. Uh, Alex, you use TikTok every day. Yes, I do. So my uh, all I know about TikTok is like it, it, I used to think it was a whole bunch of tiny short videos. Do they have longer videos on there? Uh, recently, they have an update where you can uh, upload a video up to three minutes long. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's not just all 20-second stuff, because in my mind, that's what it was. And I thought, mm. why don't I want a bunch of 20-second videos, you know, a cat playing the piano or... And it's such a wide swath of information. You can have the dancing videos. I follow a lot of cooking uh, TikTokers, so they do recipes, um, bartenders. Hmm. And what's unique about that platform from from just like YouTube or, or, or someplace else is... I think it's because they cultivate uh, recommendations for you on a what they call the For You page. So I watch a lot of cooking and sports videos. Those are all right there, and it's just one swipe away. Where on YouTube or Google, I have to type into it, and there might be a two- to three-minute ad before they play the video. Where oh. this, there's no ads. Well, there are mm. ads, but you can just swipe right past them. I might get into the TikTok today. I'll bet there's stuff on there I would freaking love. Well, I'm glad that they no longer limit it to 20 seconds because the cat would get halfway through the melody and the video would end. You never get to the terrible. You never get to the chorus. <laughs> At a conference last week in Colorado, the Google SVP re- revealed to his Google people that almost 40% of young people, when they're looking for a place for lunch, they don't go to Google Maps or search anymore. They go to TikTok or Instagram. That's just just in general looking for a place for lunch, let alone reviews. I didn't know either one of them, TikTok or Instagram, was searchable. <laughs> no, so exactly. I mean, I realize I sound like a really old man. Um, I hate to get left that far behind of what everybody's doing, you know, mm-hmm. that, that I've never even used that platform before. And I feel like that's happening with uh, with TikTok right now. Well, it's a bad look. Plus, if I'm looking for a good restaurant, I want to end up at a good restaurant. So if it's a better option, I'd like to be aware of it. Yeah. Like, Alex, like I like uh, I watch a lot of YouTube videos with guitar lessons. You're guessing there's a lot of that on TikTok. Oh, probably. there's a lot. I follow a lot of those, too. There's a lot of great yeah. guys who dive into music history, yeah, different chord go. progressions. I'm missing out. Uh, also, mm-hmm. in this same article, though, from a group called The Hustle. Dun, 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 dun. Do the hustle. Dun, dun, dun. Um, speaking of being an old guy. Okay, boomer. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> That's two of those more in a single hour of the show, Michael. Watch yourself. More scrutiny is probably needed. TikTok's parent company is Chinese, recently obtained audio recordings, confirmed that Chinese management effectively have unfettered access to U.S. user data if you have TikTok on your phone. Sure. Don't trust China. Sun Tzu told us, Jack, know your enemy. That's what they're trying to do. Despite this, users are spending more time on TikTok than Instagram and Facebook combined, or 91 minutes per day for the average U.S. young person. More than on 
what did I say? Facebook and Instagram combined on TikTok. 91 minutes a day, did you say? Yes. Jeez Louise. Yeah, so TikTok is the thing. And I'm not on it. I got to get on it today. My kid uh, got rid of it just because she said, it's too addictive. I'm wasting too much time. This is terrible. Mm. Uh, Never mind the commies lurking in the closet. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. I got my pants on. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So I want to see if I can do a good job on handling this giant story that happened over the weekend that you might have come across because there were so many headlines. Let me go with The Hill had the headline over the weekend. Depression is likely not caused by chemical imbalance. I've been hearing that for like my whole life. Uh, the conversation, which I don't know. Depression is probably not caused by uh, lack of serotonin. Uh, the Australian, because this story was huge around the world. Depression is not caused by a serotonin deficiency. The Guardian, little evidence that chemical imbalance causes depression. Science alert, huge new study suggests depression isn't a serotonin deficiency. New scientist, no link between depression and serotonin. Obviously, that's a huge headline. The Telegraph, wow. depression is not caused by chemical imbalance. And I could go on and on and on. Psychology Today, serotonin imbalance found not to be linked to depression. I almost wish that the Vice article had come out after we did all these others because it's a little more fun and easy to take in the way this all was reported. You had a commenter? Nah. Yeah. So um, that is all true from this new study. Uh, Vice wanted to take this on because they and some scientists are concerned that people are overreacting to that headline. Although it is, a, it's no matter what, it's a big deal. Um. I'll just read from uh, 
from the uh, from the article. Depression has been treated as a deficiency or a chemical imbalance, a deficiency of an abnormal level of serotonin too low. And people have been taking antidepressants, SSRIs, which are a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, by changing serotonin levels in the brain, making a person feel better for years. This study coming out that depression is not related to your serotonin levels obviously would be, well, can be a big deal. Well, my obvious question, I think everybody has it, is hasn't, haven't these drugs helped people with depression a fair amount? I mean, a lot? Uh, they have, which gets to, um, well, let me read a little more from Vice, which helps set up what the original story was and was not. Still, um, the, art, the uh, various papers asserted, or the actually the scientists asserted, that patients have been told by doctors that antidepressants work by correcting an underlying chemical imbalance in the same way insulin treats diabetes. I actually remember uh, when I was uh, briefly on an SSRI years ago for no good reason um, that that's what I was told. Chemical imbalance, you know, it's got nothing to do with you. It's just serotonin levels, blah, blah, blah. You take this. Um the paper does not finds that this is not supported by evidence that it's got anything to do with serotonin levels that cause depression. If they are not rectifying an underlying chemical deficiency, then this brings up the question you just asked, what are the SSRIs actually doing? The two researchers suggested the placebo effect or the emotional numbing of antidepressants, which it does. It just numbs oh. your emotions. Oh, may explain why it helps some people overcome a low mood. Some people might want to take drugs that numb emotions, but many probably would not, they said, if they knew that's what it was doing. But uh, the reason Vice did this big article that just came out yesterday to try to fight back against some of the drive-by media stuff is uh, pointing out that the researchers did not come up with First of all, they did no studies on how effective SSRIs are in depression. And there are a lot of studies out there that say they are. Lots of them, like, and have been for many, many years. That lots and lots of people benefit from these antidepressants. All they're saying is there's no evidence it's because of the serotonin thing, which is why we took it in the first place. So it's working, but not for the reasons they said. And where does that leave us? That's basically... Vice just wants to point out, don't throw out your antidepressants. If they're working, they're working. We just don't know why. Wow, what an odd situation. I'd Where say. Where does it leave us? It leaves us befuddled. I'd say. How much of it is the placebo effect? How much of it is just the numbing? So you don't feel pain. You also don't feel near as much joy as you probably would like or any other things. And if you go further down that road, and that's, um, so, uh, vice.com was talking about the anti-psychiatric movement that there is a lot of in America. It's psychiatry versus psychology, which is a constant battle. And I feel like psychiatry has been winning that battle for like most of my adult life. And I wonder if psychology is like rearmed and, uh, and trying to, uh, you know, push psychiatry back a little bit. As I have seen plenty of both for uh, for family members, I'll leave it vague, plenty of both. And I mean, without exception, the 
psychiatrists who deal in medicine don't even think about <laughs> the any of the other possibilities. It's just, here's the drug that will right. fix that. So many right. of the therapists, including a psychologist, PhD-level psychologist I was t- talking to recently, that's what everybody wants to do, a pill to fix everything when it's not the problem at all, a pill to fix everything. So they're 100%. Well, this guy was 100% on, no, there's all kinds of underlying psychological issues that if you deal with them, you'll be fine, but you have to deal with them. It's not something you fix with the pill. Yeah. And, man, correcting that whole problem, I'd, I'd be shocked if we haven't gone too far down the pill road. I mean, just how, oh, how could we? Oh, I guarantee you we have, having dealt with that system myself and said, you know, co- cognitive therapy, how would, how would that work? Well, yeah, that's shown some promise, but uh, blah, blah, blah. Here, take these. I mean, the interest in anything other than administering pills was, well, there wasn't any. It was, it was incredibly discouraging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, take these. I'll read from Vice again. Media coverage has honed in on the reviews findings specifically as they relate to the use of antidepressants. The Daily Mail reported today's landmark findings call into question society's ever-growing reliance on antidepressants like Prozac. The Guardian's, Guardian's subhead was researchers question use of antidepressants prescribed to one in six U.K. adults. It's even wow. a higher number in the U.K. than it is in the United States. Uh, in the conversation, two of the paper's authors wrote, if antidepressants exert their effects as a placebo or by numbing emotions, then it's not clear that they do more good than harm. That's not clear that they don't, though. So that the, the scientists didn't say that. I mean, you're implying things that, you know, might not be true. Um, but I, I'm, I'm fascinated by this whole idea. I, I, I talked to somebody who does research for a living about this yesterday as they got into some of the papers and what's being said and what's not. And this is the underlying battle the psychiatry versus psychology stuff out there. And the one time that I tried one of these SSRIs, I remember walking out of the doctor's office shocked at how easy it was to get on one of these drugs and mm-hmm. how and how there, there's nobody that asks the question of, how's your attitude? Do you have a crappy attitude? Do you blame everybody for your situation when a lot of it was caused by your own actions? Nobody's talking about any of that stuff. And if you deny that that's a factor in a lot of people's happiness, well, then you're just living on on a different planet. Well, and I remember at the time you saying, since it was a very difficult time, that you weren't depressed, you were sad. Right. Right. Well, it did that. Yeah, that's part of it too. Sadness over bad things happening is a completely normal thing. And sometimes sadness over a big deal like a spouse dying or a child dying or a divorce or whatever it is, is completely normal, natural, and lasts a long time. Should you take pills to numb that? I don't know. That's up to you. But, you know, that. Well, clearly, no. I mean, let's default toward no and then convince me otherwise if it if it needs to happen. I, I think clearly no. And then just that also, the other part of, have you ever had a crappy attitude where somehow you got it turned around and you realized, you know, I was just looking at everything negatively. Or somebody points out your, you know, your role in something that went wrong when you're blaming your boss or your wife or your kid or your bo- whatever. Yeah. You know, the government, uh, somebody points out your role in some decision making and all of a sudden it, it changes your whole attitude. Has that ever happened to you? If it hasn't happened to you, you've had a weird life. But people get on drugs for that all the time. 
Well, and one thing we haven't delved into yet in this discussion is, correct me if I'm wrong, that there's an increase in suicidal ideation and suicide on these drugs, and quite a few of the school shooters have been on these drugs with their numb emotions, and they're feeling like there's no point in life. Yeah, well, the Vice headline, the new study on serotonin and depression isn't about antidepressants. I feel like they pushed just as far the other direction to being a little misleading as the original articles maybe did. Um, you know, the pushback was necessary. But, uh, sure, the scientists in this study did not get into do antidepressants work, why do they work, blah, 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 blah. They didn't get any of the suicide stats you're talking about, people on antidepressants. But, man, it's certainly something that the world ought to take a look at. And you can't pretend it's not a big deal. That if you were taking a drug to do a specific thing, and it turns out it doesn't do that thing, <laughs> that, that seems pretty monumental. I would say, but where do we go from here? Goodness. I don't know. I don't know. I'm uh, I, Personally, I'm hoping there's a swing back somewhat toward, let's take a look at the psychology in your life before we start using meds. I don't know how that would work. I don't know how the medical system would handle that. Because my primary care physician who put me on antidepressants years ago, he's not equipped to talk to me about my attitude or anything like that. That's not that's not what he does. Right, right. right. Do oh, you make it wow, you know, really mandatory that, that people see us? Uh, uh, and, you know, I've got a pretty bad attitude about therapy because I've been through with the lots of family members, a lot of it. And I think more often than not, it does nothing except cost a lot of money. Um uh, not that it can't work for you. Not claiming that, but uh, so so if you if you are depressed and you go into your doctor and they say that and the doctor says, well, I can't prescribe you this after you until you've seen you know a psychologist to determine whether this is a psychological thing as opposed to a medical thing. Well, how does that even work? How long does that take? Well, how long are you? horribly depressed before you get in to see a therapist who may or may not be any good uh, to help you with the psychological problem. I don't have any answers to any of that. Well, and the the provisional answer to that right now is it's going to take you months and months and months, if not years, to get an appointment with anybody. And then you get there and you find out they're bad at their jobs, which, you know, a fair number <laughs> of therapists are. So, we, oh, my God, we've got such a mental health crisis right oh, yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. But, One in six Brits are on one of these antidepressants for their lack of serotonin, which turns out is not a thing. Although it can work, they just don't know why. I mean, it is working for a lot of people. They're just not sure why. But it ain't because of the serotonin part. That's really interesting, man. Wow. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. But resist, we must. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So a couple of stories of note I wanted to update you on. Maybe you've been following them, maybe you haven't. But uh, are you familiar with the story of South Carolina, like super powerful lawyer Alex Murdoch? Looks like Murdoch. I came across a story in the USA Today when it was first breaking. I've been following it ever since. But So this this is the guy who... And this is in roughly chronological order. His son gets charged with a drunk boating thing that killed a girl. Not long after that, that son and this Murdoch guy's wife get gunned down outside their hunting estate. I don't have a hunting estate. It sounds nice. And hunting isn't the name of the town. They have an estate just for hunting. Out in rural South Carolina, I guess. So anyway, terrible, mysterious. Also... Not too long before that, their housekeeper had died under mysterious circumstances. Well, okay, now you're getting a lot of very weird things that never happen to anybody happen in one family. Not to mention a guy who is kind of down at the end of the road, not far from their place, uh, got hit by a car and died. Um, and, and all this stuff was piling up, and people are starting to say, you know, this sounds like more than a coincidence. Well, they start digging. Turns out, among other things, this Murdoch guy is a opioid addict? And is dealing the stuff. Oh, wow. He has stolen and squandered millions of dollars of his client's money. Okay. So, this including is the dead lady. Okay. So, it, so he was 13 kinds of dirty, just awful. And he's just gotten charged a few days ago with the murder of his wife and his son. Wow. I had not heard that. Yeah. With a rifle and a shotgun. Wow. And, it's it's unthinkable. It's horrible. It's unforgivable. But you know, you're in the midst of some horrible, you know, I don't know, breakup of a marriage, and she accuses you of the crime of passion, blah blah blah. But to shotgun your child, yeah. So anyway, I don't want to dwell on that because it's so horrifying. But so it, they're digging into this, and it, it it turns out again he stole millions of dollars of clients' money. He would win a lawsuit, then bilk them for all their money. 
Now, this guy, I forgot to mention, was like the third generation of his family to be the district attorney, the super heavyweight lawyer of that chunk of South Carolina, his county. So they called him a scion of, of the legal community. The, the, they were the patriarchs, blah, blah, blah. Most powerful family in the county, except maybe for the Lafitte family, which founded the big bank in the area in 1907, just three years before Murdoch's great-grandfather founded the law firm that bore his name and Murdoch came up in, okay? So this Lafitte character comes from the giant, powerful banking family there. Turns out Lafitte was in cahoots with Murdoch to steal all these clients' money. He was bilking people at the bank out of their money. And and there was like a, 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 a couple of sisters whose parents were killed in an accident. Murdoch gets a huge settlement. This banker's entrusted with managing the money. And they both bilk these the girls wow. out of all their money. And so the two most powerful families, this is so out of Shakespeare, in a county... That third, fourth generation, utterly crooked. Power corrupts. Man, that's some old-timey actual privilege there, where people are uh, taking advantage of their power for a long time, apparently. Well, and they were in this sort of position where you don't dare question the the Murdochs or the Lafitte's. My God, you even whisper something. You'd be out on your ear. Nobody will hear it. I'm sure if you want to do business in that county, you have to... And and then, yeah, and then one more story. Uh, do I have time? Yeah, I think I do. I don't know if you heard about this. There's this uh, ballet dancer who sued her teacher and his wife, uh, accusing them of sexual abuse, pressuring her, forcing her to have sex with the two of them while she was underage and, and oh, it was well, a classic grooming and like the, the, the swimming and the volleyball and the gymnastics and the rest of it, okay? Seemed ugly. Well, they are countersuing her now, saying she was actually, an, uh, in effect, an underaged prostitute who was having sex with various people for large sums of money, including the owner of the Edmonton Oilers NHL team, who says, oh, whoa, 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 no, 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 I was absolutely, we were developing a project together about ballet. Okay. He was 50-something. She seven, was 17 at the time. And so, oh, oh, and that's right. And then part of the, the story from the, the, uh, the disgraced ballet teacher and his wife was, quote, Humphreys, that's the victim, the, the girl, was literally a child prostitute to a billionaire, and her mother assisted her in laundering the money she was paid and in trafficking her to Mr. Katz, which is the name of the, the hockey owner. So, and, and they have a bunch of texts, and it's not clear how they got them, um, but they're saying, no, 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 mom and daughter are running an underage sex and extortion ring. So she would... The kid would, then there is no such thing as consent with a child. I'm fully aware of that. There's not uh, no such thing as a child prostitute. They're a victim of child sex trafficking. Get that. But what the countersuit is saying is that mom would traffic out her daughter for tens of thousands of dollars to have sex with people and then, if necessary, blackmail them to make even more money. Oh, man. Yeah, we had sex with her when she was 18, but we were a thruple. Everybody was happy. 
So, yeah, this one has turned just insane. Uh, the lawyer for the ballet dancer uh, young woman says uh, uh, it's baseless and scurrilous. This is a one a meaningless sideshow. All right. Uh, wow. Wow. You know, I was thinking about this the other day as the monkeypox was spreading, and I can't remember. There was another story about sexually transmitted diseases and, and pregnancy and abortion and the rest of it. You know, the, 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 the rules, the guidelines for how to comport yourself sexually that have existed for thousands of years, they exist for a reason. Yeah, makes your life easier. Oh, yeah. To live that wild lifestyle, man, that is a minefield. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. There are choices that can change your life. Like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45. It's one of the most common cancers for women and men. And it doesn't always have symptoms. But there's good news. Routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it. And there's even better news. You have screening options. Make the choice to put your health first. Talk to your doctor about your screening options. Or visit cdc.gov slash screen for life for more information. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today.